This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, hello there. Happy Monday, and uh, welcome to the Lori and Julia show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Those of you that were affected by the snow emergency, I hope you had a chance to move your car and you're not laying out $270 to get it from the impound lot. Speaking from experience or something, Donnie? Not mine, not mine, but a certain offspring of mine. Oh, yeah. Because I'm thinking that sounds like you know the exact 2020 pricing. Yeah, I wrote that check. I got towed like three or four times in my 20s when I lived in South Minneapolis. It is such a weird feeling to go and always, outside and wonder, where's my car? And I always thought every time it got towed, it was stolen. It was stolen. Of course. Mm-hmm. I know I parked it here. That's where right. is it? Happy Monday, everybody. Yep. Oh, jeez. Anyone got a weekend claim to fame they want to share? Well, you guys went to the Fillmore. We did. We did. It was amazing, Well, Donnie. tell us about that. Well, that's the new music venue um, behind Target Center. In next to the new Weston Hotel, next to Target Field, right, and off Thank of you. Fifth Street, straight down from Target Center. Thank you. Kind of just got built up. Uh, uh, there's a bunch of apartments there. I mean, it used to just sort of be warehouse city, and it's gorgeous inside. And people who are going to see Brandy Carlisle this week. Are going to be amazed at the venue. It it holds like. 1850, and I don't know what First Avenue is, but I know First Avenue isn't that big. Right. So uh, hopefully I want there to be room for both, but I loved all the the way they tiered the balcony so that there was seats. That's like reserved seating, then another seating, and then another balcony up from that for standing. And then, Come of on. course, the whole floor is right, for right. standing, dancing. It's pretty, but yet it feels really intimate. Because it's the same shape uh-huh. as the First Avenue. It's that you. I liked it. I liked it, too. I, I liked think it a lot. I think, and the, the bands that we heard, Brat Pack Radio and Nookie Jones, they sounded great. I thought so. And it was nowhere near capacity. So, And the chandeliers, and they had a lot of restrooms, and it seemed like the bar's uh, situation is... Is good that it won't, you know. I mean, they're there to sell booze. Yes, they are. And uh, so I liked all the bathrooms they had upstairs and downstairs. No, I really did. Did they have any uh, posters? Posters? Well, they had posters and they had murals um, painted of locals. Um, Didn't they have local stuff up there? Reem and Schneider had a great story about everything Fillmore, Minneapolis, but that's a 
that's going to be a cool place to see. I'm looking forward to my first show there. I don't know what it's going to be. Well, I'm going to tell you, you can, the ticket office opened today. It did. Because someone asked me to try to buy tickets on Friday night. It opened today. And you can save, you know, it's a Live Nation AEG property. Right. And you can save yourself some fees by going there in person and buying your tickets. And you can also go to the Varsity Theater in Dinkytown because that's an approved ticket place, oh. too, for Fillmore, oh, Minneapolis. Okay. Rina Schneider had that in his story today. Just like I always buy my First Avenue tickets at Electric Fetus. Right. Because sometimes I don't want to go downtown. And sometimes the fees are just And crazy. I don't want to pay the fees. It right. bugs me. It's just like... No, I I'm agree. Yeah, I totally agree on that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, do you want to know my weekend claim to fame? Sure. I almost... I almost uh, I almost got injured from sledding this weekend. So Casey says to me on Saturday, you want to take the grandkids sledding? And I'm like, sure. You know, do we have a couple of, oh yeah, we got the plastic toboggans and the hill isn't that big. It's over by their school. So I get out my snow pants. We get, we go over there. The kids are just, you know, bouncing off the walls. I kind of forget how busy a five and a three-year-old is. Okay. Okay. Okay, Wait a minute. Donnie. Is that a good sign for a woman that is taking the grandkids on a trip for a week? You forgot how busy they are. Well, their parents are coming. I understand, but but they're, again. They're very busy. They're very busy, but I, 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 we're ready, so... Get them, get them going. You know, first they had to show me stuff in their room and everything. And we get to the the hill and I think, well, this doesn't look too bad. And if you remember, Saturday was a little chilly and we went at noon. So the snow hadn't really softened up. So it was a nice icy glaze on everything. And as we're walking up the hill, I'm like, oh, this looks steeper than I thought. Oh. And what are all those ridges? <laughs> okay, so... You know, ridges like that bumps, snow, like windswept snow ridges, oh, sure, like that. Sure. Like you get like the my nightmare skiing, you know. Okay, I see. Oh, okay, so we Casey and I and the kids are jumping up and down that we're gonna go and we're gonna go first. So I get behind Casey, Casey gets in front of me, and off we go. And I'm shocked at a how fast we're oh, going. Sleds go so fast, yeah. The plastic, the only and, way to stop is to fall off. That's right. And what do we see at the bottom of the hill? A car or a a ledge. A (gasps) ledge. So we hit that ledge. We both bounced up in the air. And Uh I want to say like maybe a foot. Okay. We both went up and both landed back in. The toboggan was still under us. And (laughs) jarred our tailbones, our ankles. Are, I mean, yeah. and and then we're yelling at the kids, don't come down this way, because they would have shot off like cannons. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe there's a ridge at the back. It just, you know, like somebody had come to a yeah. stop when it was soft, and it just kept making, you know, like how snowboarders yeah, 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 like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, we did some more sliding. We avoided that area, but I went a couple times by myself, and I almost shot through a baseball fence. I was going so fast, hanging on for dear life. <laughs> Well, you can put your your you can put your legs down on the side, Donnie. Too fast, oh, too fast, too icy. Okay. I would have hurt myself. <laughs> I was right. lucky. I stayed in the toboggan. My sunglasses stayed on because I had a fur bomber hat on that was firmly, you know, attached under my chin. But I mean, by the end of my ten runs, I was like ready to go. Mm-hmm. And then we took oh, him to our house and. They did an excellent job of cleaning all the dust bunnies under my high bed because oh. 
They were rolling around under my bed, okay, hiding from that, us. That's a great uh-huh. idea. And I had noticed that there were quite a few little dust bunnies. It had been a couple of weeks since cleaning ladies. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, no, you're going to get all dusty. By the end of the afternoon, bingo. Everything's it, clean. It was all clean. Bring a kid wow. over to roll around mm-hmm. on hardwood floors. I cannot believe how hard, quickly hardwood floors get dirty, though. Yeah, and I then mean, you have oh an old gosh. house with radiator heat, yeah. you know, so all of that. But anyway, it was... It was fun, but I don't know when I'm going sledding again. I need Sunny Pack powder, just like skiing for sledding. I'm 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 that way. You really are something. You I'm a snob into a that princess. way. I'm a snob that a way. Snow what, princess. What do you mean? Is what I'm going to call you? Yeah, well, I know, Donnie. I don't Donnie, know what that is. I don't want to ski on corn ice. I don't want to sled on corn. Well, you don't or ski ice. anymore. But Julia, even when I do ski, when it's going to be Sunny Pack powder. Three years ago at, years. at Even Welch Village. When I do ski. Yeah, I know. But it's like, you know, it's in your, it's in I just your muscles. Wanna, I need to give a... Sh- <laughs> it's muscle memory. No, it is. It's like riding a bike. I, sure I want to give a shout out to Lake Elmo um, Reserve or and anywhere you can cross country ski because there's all the fresh snow and oh, they groom yeah, beautiful. it. Oh, my. I went this morning. It was yeah. so gorgeous. It's really pretty yeah. out. And it, you've got a couple days before it gets cold. So. Yeah, I know. Before it gets icy and then it gets difficult. Yeah. Jeez. All right, listen, we come back. We've got a lot of Oscar talk to get to people. We'll be right back. So put you in timeout this week? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk keyword podcast. for hanging out with us so last night was the oscars julia i don't know how much of it you watched i of course watched the both red carpets and you know was tweeting and talking to my mom and talking to my friend in new york and just going crazy i was winning a tennis match i got oh, home were? like at 7 15 so, so i didn't you, see the red carpet stuff but yeah, i saw the so, show the show the yeah. show well let's uh We'll have to switch to the Today Show because ABC, quite frankly, had too much Oscar talk. We couldn't figure out what the heck. They didn't really have at any point a summary of it because they, like Robin and Michael were in the audience. They were not working the red carpet. It was Billy Porter and Lily Aldridge and Tamron Hall. I thought Billy Porter because I did see some of that. He was great. Great. And uh, Lara was in backstage to greet the winners. So... Um, they didn't really have like a good wrap up. So Natalie Morales is reporting for the Today Show okay. just to kind of sum up the show. This one went mostly according to the script. There were, though, a few major surprises thrown in from unexpected musical performances to that stunner, as you mentioned, for Best Picture. And the Oscar goes to Parasite. As far as Hollywood entrances go, the South Korean thriller Parasite made a huge splash, becoming the first foreign language film ever to win Best Picture. The film also picked up three other statues for Best Director, Best Original Screenplay, and Best International Feature. During the acceptance speech for Best Picture, this amazing moment when the lights went down on the winners. 
The star-studded crowd, led by Tom Hanks, demanded they be allowed to have their moment. The surprising victory capping a night that was centered on inclusion, despite continuing criticism that the Academy Awards lacked diversity among the nominees. Cynthia did such a great job in Harriet hiding black people that the Academy got her to hide all the black nominees. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, one thing I will say that the show definitely last year was just dumb luck that it worked without a host because it couldn't have been more evident that that show needs a host because it dragged and flim flammed its way all over the place. Well, they tried to do all these moments and these things to make it to highlight other things than what we're there to do is be entertained by somebody and take us through the night. It was so boring. I was so disappointed. A lot of people at first thought when Chris Rock and Steve Martin, so Janelle Monet opens the show. Do we have that in this next cut, the opening number? Uh, maybe a smidge. Maybe a smidge. It. She had to sing um, It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, which yes. I was like, what? what? This? I mean, somewhere Rob Lowe is laughing. Um you know, because he did the Snow White Open all those years ago. But she quickly segued into some other dancing, and it was actually fun. It was upbeat. It was really fun. It was colorful. And it was she beautiful. got some digs in, yep. you know, about the Oscar diversity and so yeah. white and all of that. But it, it was like good. It kind of, uh, the only thing is that people, we're not really wanting to do la 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 no. la la. They they did she not look happy. No, and wanted people to, to say that in the yeah. mic- in the microphone yeah. and uh, people say, la 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 la. And it's people like, look we like they'd started. rather get roasted by Ricky Gervais than do that. Yes. Okay, um, so let's play the next cut, Don. Right. Several of the show's winners made a point of celebrating unity, including second-time Oscar winner Renee Zellweger, who won for lead actress for her portrayal of Judy Garland. Our heroes unite us. Now, uh, the best among us who inspire us to find the best in ourselves, you know, um, and that matters. Joaquin Phoenix, who won Best Actor for his controversial role as the Joker, honored his late brother, actor River Phoenix. When he was 17, my brother wrote this lyric. He said, run to the rescue with love and peace will follow. First-time winner Laura Dern also recognized her family when picking up the Best Supporting Actress Award for the Netflix film Marriage Story. Some say, never meet your heroes, but I say if you're really blessed, you get them as your parents. I share this with my acting heroes, my legends, Diane Ladd and Bruce Dern. You got game. That was sweet, and, and was her really mom sweet. was tearing up, and she walked the red carpet with her mom and her daughter, and uh, like Diane Lade just or Lad, she just looked. I mean, she's got to be in her eighties. Oh, yeah. yeah, she yeah. just she looked amazing with and, her white oh, silver and hair so and had proud. a tan, and yeah, and uh, Brad, I thought Brad Pitt and Laura Dern gave uh, two, uh, at least of the four acting speeches, yes. they gave the best ones. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's just play the last uh, little okay. bit we got from Natalie. I love you. Leo, I'll ride on your coattails any day, man. <laughs> Brad Pitt closed out an award season sweep with an Oscar for his supporting role in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, his first for acting. I'm a big gobsmack. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, ain't that the truth. For the second year, there was no Oscar host. We both have hosted the Oscars before, and this is such an incredible demotion. But there was plenty of singing star power. It's time to come alive. Oh, my trouble seems so far away. Stand up, take my people with me. And a surprise performance from rapper Eminem. Stopping performance right there by Eminem, getting a standing ovation, but notably absent on the stage last night. The Irishman, it had 10 nominations, but zero wins. Also, Kobe Bryant, an Oscar winner himself, was honored several times during the night. The creators of Hair Love, which won for Best Animated Short, dedicated their award to him. And Spike Lee wore Kobe's number 24 on a purple and gold suit, of course, the Lakers colors. He was one of the first uh, honored also as part of the in memoriam section of the show as well. Lots of love for Kobe again. So, and you know what I didn't get about the show that was so ridiculous, okay, is having C and B list actors introduce A list movie stars who then were announcing the either montages or the category. It, it was like that's something a host could have done. Well, right. Yeah, I mean, they it was double the time. Double it was the, the time. time. Yeah, and yeah. they did so many, like, not only did they show a montage of the little acting clips, but they showed, like, uh, five clips from the five movies. And then they and then reintroduced. Yeah. And then they re. Lori, that was it. They spent so much time trying to cover up that they didn't have a host, host. it felt like to me. Because it was a waste of time. I kind of liked that they spent the extra time on the clips, but they didn't need to reintroduce everybody who was nominated. We saw it all in the clips. They have an actor sitting on like the steps, Mm -hmm. and now, uh, you know, Julia Louis Dreyfus and Will Ferrell to present cinematography and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, it made no (laughs) sense to me. That show, and I think the consensus was from different media people that were covering the show that I was, you know, watching on mm-hmm. Twitter, that that the show felt draggy because you didn't have a host. And you didn't have anything exciting to look forward to is how I felt about it. Somebody to kind of make like somebody a if a host would have made a host would have done a joke about Sharon, the translator for Parasite, mm-hmm. who's becoming as well known as <laughs> yes. the cast yes. and all of yeah, that. Yeah. I mean there was some stuff, the musical performances, there would have been comments to make. It was just a lot of unnecessary filler. And it, it was. bloated the show because the show actually went longer. Way longer. Like 22 yeah. minutes longer. All right, when we come back, we're going to get to the fashion, best, worst, and in between. We'll be right back. 
Time for some iTalk traffic. It's going to be starting in Richfield, where there's a stalled vehicle blocking a lane on Highway 62 eastbound. That's right around Portland Avenue to Bloomington Avenue. And uh, near uh, Richfield, 494 westbound, a crash from Penn Avenue to to the Xerxes overpass. In New Brighton, 694 westbound, a crash from Long Lake Road to 35W. And that is your My Talk Traffic, your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast. It's brought to you by Great Tasting California Walnuts. Today, mostly cloudy, 29, partly cloudy, 19 tonight. Mostly sunny, 26 tomorrow. Right now at the MyTalk studios, mostly cloudy and 29. Past. Download or stream MyTalk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at MyTalk keyword podcast. I can deal with the bad nights when I'm with my baby. Party, we don't wanna be at. Turn the trouble, we can't hear ourselves. Speechless, I'd rather kiss them right back. But all these people all around are crippled with anxiety. Hey, everybody, there's a little uh, Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber. Did you see Bieber on SNL this weekend? And, I uh, did, RuPaul? and I, it was pretty I, good. I liked it. I yeah. totally liked it. I thought he did good. I had secondhand embarrassment for him when he was singing Yummy. Well, the song is weird. The song it doesn't is have so anything weird. besides yeah, Yummy. But the next song was But the really fact good. that it's about his wife's yum yum is just I had just secondhand embarrassed. <laughs> See, I don't even know that and didn't want to know that. Yeah, that's so, and then he's dancing in a I just had secondhand embarrassment. For when you him. say yum yum. I mean what you think, okay, Johnny. That's, that's what oh, I, I didn't oh I'm so what glad that I don't know that much stuff when I watch things. It makes me so blissfully oh, he ignorant. About, if you read even the lyrics, that's what it is. I just was like going. <laughs> His next song I thought was good and I liked his dancing. It was. It made me think, oh, I bet people buy tickets to his concert tour. Well, they're advertising the heck out of it, so it hasn't sold out or anything like that. All right, let's talk fashion, Julia. Yes, let's do it. Let's talk fashion. Now, I um, went to Fug Nation. That's F-U-G people. They always do a poll for every time a, a show is over for best and worst dressed. And uh, here's who they picked for best dress. Janelle Monet. She had on Ralph Lauren. Silver with a hood. It had 168,000 crystals beaded on this heavy tool. 600 hours to make that dress. Yes. With this cowl. It had the, the hood and the long sleeves Silver. and the fittest bodice and then the full skirt. It was really lovely. The fashion people online were it. losing their mind. Okay. And then Renee Zellweger. Well, it was a very different look that we've never seen before with a hood. Well, Grace Jones used to always wear a hood. That's sure. kind of an homage to maybe Grace Jones. She did that look in the 80s. Renee so Zell- we haven't seen it in a couple of years. <laughs> but I'm just giving yeah. you context. Okay, so then Renee Zellweger in white sequin Armani. Off the shoulder, one long sleeve. sleeve I thought she looked amazing. Brie Larson in pink Celine that had a plunging neckline and a cape. She looked That was amazing. Natalie Portman in Dior. She had kind of a goldish black gown and then she had a cape. And on the cape, she had the last names of all the female directors who had movies that were nominated, but none of them were nominated. 
That's really cool. She does put her money where her mouth is. Remember and last she, year yes, at the Golden said, Globes? Yep. I give you the male directors. Mm-hmm. Uh, Regina King wearing a kind of a blush pink Versace. That seemed to be the color of the night. She looked gorgeous. Um, America Ferrera was on the list. And Albert, Alberta Ferretti with a headband and a kind of a scarlet gown pregnant. She looked beautiful. I really thought that was, she looked lovely. And Florence Pugh in Louis Vuitton, turquoise Louis Vuitton. So those that was uh, those were some of the best dress. Now, who was the best dress when I voted? I voted Brie for Larson. Brie Larson, mm-hmm. but Janelle Monae and La- Ralph Lauren was winning with fifty percent of the vote, really? and Brie was coming in second with fifteen. Wow! So Janelle winning by a landslide. Oh, I disagree, though. I think Brie looked. I liked Brie's, but. Who's not on the list, which both of us really liked, was Penelope Cruz oh, in the Chanel. Chanel. That was pretty. Johnny posted all these yeah. photos. How many photos are in this montage? Uh, 85 or no, something? No, not that many. Uh, it was in the high 50s okay. for this one. So you'll be able to see all these. I, I yeah. loved that. It I had thought, the flower, the pearls at the waist, a little bit higher in the front. She looked. She looked. She's beautiful. Beautiful. And when you go back to Florence Pugh, and she's she was nominated for Little Women in Best Supporting Actress. Yeah, um, she wore that beautiful like, what is that? A Kelly? It's a jewel tone teal, teal teal. But it was it was really a, a fitted top with a full skirt. She looked youthful and beautiful, and the jewelry she had like this choker on with this drop pendant of a beautiful. I don't know if it's a. It was it was, an, it was a ruby. It was a ruby. It. She just looked stunning. Yeah. She and was, the jewelry. She's only 24 years old. She's like five feet tall. And she needed the volume in the skirt of the dress really to pretty. give her body some shape. She looked She, she looked was abs- the best of the young ones. I the think The worst so too. of the young ones was Saoirse Ronan, <laughs> Ronan, who wore a complete disaster of a Gucci gown that just screamed, don't anybody hug me. Because so it had a, can- a clamshell peplum. In front. In front. Oh. And then it comes In a different color. In a different color from the bottom of the dress. I wonder if Sersha was sabotaging all of her fashion for the little women because she's nominated for everything. And she's sabotaging the fashion because they're all so mad that Greta Gerwig didn't get nominated. I don't think anyone would do that, Lori. Uh-huh. I don't think that's intent because she always has questionable fashion things. This this was one of the most interesting things I've ever seen because mm. none of the colors worked together. The top was black, right. the bottom was like lavender, and then this ruffle peplum in front that looked like she could come out and roller skate to your car and serve yeah. something yeah. was taupe. <laughs> none of these that's things worked together. Good. Well, Sersha yeah. in the worst... Uh, dress poll that I took is coming in number one with 25% of the vote followed by Gal Gadot in her um, her dress was it didn't know what it wanted to be it was a Givenchy and it was lace on the top and two, satin on the bottom it was black I, lace and pink bottom and I, yet I liked it yeah I don't know why. it, it I was just, just like when you look back you're like okay that dress didn't know what it wanted to be so she's number two and number three is Laura Dern in Armani in pale pink with these black, a black jet bead bodice with basically lamp fringes all around her bodice area. And the fashion people were losing their mind that she 
knew she was going to win and that she would pick a dress that is not going to stand the test of time like Renee Zellweger's. But yet I liked it because she wore color and for most of the season she's been in very muted colors. I thought she looked really pretty. I guess I'm not a good... I didn't have a good sense with that one, but I thought she looked really pretty. Yeah, she's also followed by Kristen Wiig in her lasagna red Valentino gown, although she and Maya in her Mrs. Roper gown were the funniest (laughs) presenters. Yes, they were. I got a text from a friend, when will Maya Rudolph get someone to help her? Because she, she historically dresses... She's funky. She dresses how she likes to dress, and she was dressing like Mrs. Roper last night. All she was from Three's Company. Three's Company. For For those people people who don't know the reference, Timothy Chalamet in his uh, Prada mechanic air suit, flight suit, was on the worst dressed list um, because he did look like he was a fancy garage mechanic. and um, Charlize Theron was just boringly chic in her black Dior. It's a good loser dress with that droopy sleeve. She knew she wasn't going to win. I liked but all the statement necklaces last night. There were some of the most gorgeous. And, and the other one that, you know, was nominated was Scarlett Johansson. And she's been doing a really good job for the most part. I also, you know, but this dress that she wore, oh. that when you don't have a, a front, when you're when you have boobs, okay, I'm just gonna say this, and you right. wear a front that isn't fitted and it just kind of goes up at the sides. I don't know the name of that, but in in the European days, Elizabethan days, they wore them and it was a hard front, but it didn't have a strap or anything. Right. It doesn't have any any shape to your breasts in the front and it just hangs there. Yes. That bothered me. And then it it was an interesting new dress look. It was kind of, it was a silver and it had different materials and dangly things. It was Oscar de la Renta, just so you know. Just something on it. It was She's one of the worst dress. Yeah. Um, For you, she was one of your worst dress. Yeah, and for on this fashion hits and... Her hair and makeup look beautiful. And she looks, I think And she looked like she was having fun because she was made history double nominee. There's only been like three people that have done that. She knew she wasn't going to win. She's crazy about that Colin. Oh, I know Most of her are having major sex. It's kind of fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, By the way, Selma Hayek, who... When we saw her at the Golden Globe, she was trying to hypnotize us with her boobs. Okay, she had on, remember the top was real, real tight, tight, and she's got massive, gorgeous cleavage. And then the dress at the bottom, last night she came like she was going to a toga, a fancy toga party at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Because she had a white goddess gown, complete with the golden white leafing like Joaquin Phoenix wore in Gladiator. In her hair, in her hair. and on her wrist. She just, <laughs> I, you know, she has, she's married to the man who runs LVMH, Louis Vuitton, Hermes, Hermes yeah. Gucci, everything. So she has access to everything. We wonder about this every time. And and it was, it, it was a white silk Gucci dress completing the outfit with Boucheron, I'm not pronouncing right, Boucheron. jewelry and a goddess themed headpiece. Mm-hmm. It was just bad. And then the after party that she went to, she wore this um, Gucci that was blue sequins that had no form to it. And and I'm sure these are... It was like a sequin house dress. I don't know what's going on with that fashion stuff because Penelope Cruz, oh my gosh, she looked like a million bucks. 
It, yeah, really in the Chanel. Other ones, Cynthia Revo. Oh, she looks stunning in that stunning white dress. In that white she dress. Was, she likes a sculpture gown. We yeah, noticed that at the Screen Actors Guild Award. She wore that pink and red one. She She's does. kind of that she, the very strapless. Fitted, beautiful bodice. She's beautiful. That was really pretty. Yeah, I I like, and I like the gown she performed her song in. Yeah. Stand, uh, stand up. Is stand it? up. Yes. Stand up. Yeah. That was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I loved her gown. It was so pretty. She, I think, has done really well this this season. She just looks beautiful. And then Julia Louis-Dreyfus, you said, how much money did she have on her neck? She looked gorgeous. Okay. Julia Louis-Dreyfus has never been to the Oscars before. Oh, really? Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel she always wears black so you know how snobby they are about tv she presented best cinematography along with will ferrell they had kind of a funny bit um it was just okay but um I just I thought, thought she would funny. have been there, but she she was wearing Vera Wang, and she had the best Harry Winston diamond statement necklace that was sparkling so bright on stage. It was like blinding. I don't know what the carrot was on that, but there were a lot of impressive diamond necklaces last night. Beautiful. Very, very beautiful. And not to be confused with Tamarin Hall's Pearl Dickey Collar. Oh, dear. That she was. She was uh, hosting the ABC pre-show. Into that it was terrible because this is the most beautiful woman that has a beautiful long neck, and yet she wears what looked like the a a non- seed capelet uh, that started but it's just a under. Collar. Right, but yeah. it's, it started at her chin. And went down to the top of her bosom. Mm-hmm. We all look better with a neck. <laughs> it is one of those things. And people yeah. who don't have one do a good job of disguising it. But Tamarin has a beautiful long neck. I mean, she's too pretty to wear that. I, I was so bummed. She's too pretty. I agree. What are you she wearing got that bad for? fashion advice. You know, not a name that a lot of people know, but we know. Uh, I just thought Caitlin Deaver looked fabulous. Oh, she looked that, She was one gown. of the very pretty young looks. She was wearing a recycled gown. Yeah, Louis Vuitton. But yeah. I just think she looks like a movie star. In yeah. That, in that. Yeah, she did. So. She she did look good. She did look okay. she looked pretty. Really it was cute. red and then a cape. It was mm-hmm. pretty. It yes. Was. All right, listen, when we come back, we've got to talk about that velvet buffet Brad Pitt when we come back. Did you miss Sex Monday? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk Keyword Podcast. I'm so sorry that my timing's off, but I can't. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, the internet lost its mind just one last time when Brad Pitt arrived at the rainy, rainy red carpet in L.A. yesterday and got out of his car with his longtime manager who 
really needs to visit a dermatologist because she's got major, massive sun damage on her. That's young for his mom. It's his longtime manager. manager. His longtime manager was his date. I thought that was his mom. So did I, and I thought, but she looks really young for his mom. Yeah, she would have been too young. But anyway, that's who that was. But he gets out, and he was in a Brioni velvet tuxedo jacket. Beautiful. Just looked great. He did. Some people thought he needed his split ends trimmed, but that was just Twitter being snarky. I thought he just looked great. And he did have, did you notice they switched up a longtime Oscar tradition? They started without with the best supporting man first. Best supporting actor, okay. and it's always been best supporting actress, actress is the yeah. first oh, award of the that. night given. I assume they just rotated. I didn't know that. No, no I, it was oh, okay. it was weird, and I was like, oh, and so I was nervous. So it was, and I think Brad wasn't expecting it either because he seemed seemed slightly nervous, and I liked that that they did that one mix up because. You know, why not have the dude go, dudes go first? Why does it lead off with that? And as soon as Regina walked out, then people were like, oh, this is best supporting actor. Because right. it's always the actress right. who presents the opposite year, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So anyway, he did give a good speech. When he said gobsmacked, I was like... Okay, that is such a British word. Very British. And you don't <laughs> yeah. use that word, <laughs> That's right, yeah. Brad. He was nervous. I, I, he was clearly nervous, and but, I think he was searching. No, no, that was a word that was provided to him by one of his quote-unquote funny friends who aren't his speechwriters. Um, because, like, that is a good trick word to say when you're collecting. Your like, thoughts? Yes, to c- go to your next thought. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It could be a trigger word for you to memorize the next thing in your thing. You know what I mean? But he did seem a little nervous. Oh, he seemed completely nervous. And because I don't think he was expecting to be the first award of the night. No, what I think struck him and what he said when we saw him backstage. Was the warm applause he got. I mean, he got very, like, people were really happy he won. No, I, he has been acting in that town and community for 30 something years and this is the very first time he's ever got that type of an award and i think it really struck him to the heart and that's what he yeah he's been up there before he has for producing and Mm -hmm. things but it was the first time for what he's been doing out there forever he got the recognition and and it was a really no it was a clean sweep i mean he knew he was going to win the town knew he was going to win nervous there was no doubt he was going to win. He's won everything. I understand that. I wish I was kind of hoping they would have mixed up some of the th- winnings, but but every- it always starts with supporting. But it's usually actress. So I think if anything, he was nervous because he was not expecting that to be the first award. Oh, because normally it- he said he doesn't feel comfortable talking in front of people. Okay, Julia, oh, God, do you Lori, believe you everything be that you read? <laughs> Can you just let me Julia, hold on to it? He, listen, he is one of the, this was, this, like, they could do a master class on how to do a Oscar campaign. Tell me what campaign. you liked about his speech. I liked everything about what he said. The only thing that didn't ring true was gobsmacked. Okay. Because that is not something he would that say. Brad Pitt. Maybe that was his tribute to the BAFTA people that he snubbed last weekend. <laughs> no, because so. he gave a good speech at the yeah. BAFTAs via Margot Robbie. He had mm-hmm. the hairy joke. And the Brexit joke. Yeah, I know. Okay. But we do have him immediately backstage. I think this is with 
Laura. Ke- Laura it was or with Kelly? It was with Laura. Okay. I think it's with Robin Roberts. Actually. Oh, is it Robin? Oh, yes. oh I saw that. him with Laura right away. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It is we... Robin, Donnie. You're right. Here we go. Where's this going? Oh, I don't know yet. I haven't, haven't, haven't got that far. Do you feel the love? Yes, and I also feel uh, you know, a responsibility. Um, I've been doing this for 30 years and uh, met so many amazing people along the way. And I do feel a responsibility to that, that, that love. Yeah. Leading up to the Oscars and this award season, your acceptance speeches, just your whole aura has been one of gratitude. To all the wonderful people I've met along the way, to stand here now. Once upon a time in Hollywood, ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? It, it, it really is. It's like the, it's almost like the cliche story in some ways, you know? Yeah, no, but when I think about, you know, your early days living with a bunch of guys in a small apartment. Oh, yeah. Every, the whole everything bit. you gotta do, yeah. Everything you gotta do. And it's fun then. You know, sure. it's an adventure. The cast. The cast and crew. The cast is phenomenal. Our cast is phenomenal. And I love how you say you draw from your father in your performances. I do, I see my dad in everything. I really do. Yeah. How in Cliff? Oh, there's a lot of him in Cliff. Just the way, you know, just the way he moves, basically, when he gets disgruntled. (laughs) (laughs) He's cool about it, he's just cool. You were talking about the sense of responsibility. Going forward, what's it like for you? Well, now I think it's, I really think it's high time I go disappear for a while. (laughs) And get back to making things, you know? Uh And I look forward to that. And if you notice, at the end of his speech, and it was the only speech he's given all year, he did end with, this is for my kids who color everything I do, I adore you, which was just beyond sweet. But it was something that he had to say in this last speech Mm -hmm. because he actually got criticized. He started getting some criticism. For not thinking of his his kids? That he never mentioned his kids, you know, and it's like, oh my gosh, everybody is watching and paying attention. So, of course, he's got, you know, his publicity, they're like going, he don't, and he probably was maybe always planning it all along or something, you know, wait till the big one to acknowledge the kids. But anyway, he did say that, and I'm impressed with Robin, that she really did her deep research Mm -hmm. by her assistant, and, uh, picked up Brad's quote that he modeled his character in Once Upon a Time in America after, after his dad, dad a little bit mm-hmm. for the manliness or yeah, the that was very sweet. Yes. Yeah, so. I thought I thought this was also interesting. So there was um another interviewer because when you win you talk to a ton of people yeah. and it was someone from the Sun who said um you mentioned your kids in your acceptance speech and Quentin Tarantino Tarantino said that your son Maddox delivered one of the best film reviews he's ever heard. So what's his review on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? He said, Brad Pitt says, I'm just going to keep that. I just keep that to the, I keep that. That's like, I just keep that indoors after he was scratching his chin. And he's, what a tricky way I to know. bring up Maddox backstage. I think so too. And then she says, well, how are you going to celebrate with your kids? Yeah. So she keeps going. Yeah. Uh, don't know yet. We'll see. And he said, right now, I think it's time to disappear while I get back to making things. And he, they said, are you having the time of your life? And he replied, I hope not. I hope I got other stuff going on after yeah. this. Yeah. But I thought that was very sneaky and very tricky. Whoa. I'll say. Uh-huh.
Plus, he's got that lawsuit to attend to in the Ninth Ward, all those oh, houses. We'll not let him go well, but I'm it. just saying, he does have that He has other up. things going on. He does. But anyway, I, he, I, you know what? It was fun. It was just fun seeing um, the crowd go crazy for yes, him. Yes, I agree. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.